Hello and welcome to this episode of the Fit Girl Walks podcast. It's time to lace up those trainers, put your coat on or your jacket, maybe even get yourself an umbrella if you live in the UK, uh, and get yourself out the door. Get those headphones in, get yourself out the door, it's time for this week's Fit Girl Walk. And I'm very excited about today's episode, but before I get into all the juicy things, I have something even juicier and even more exciting that I want to tell you about, which you're going to love. Um, I have put together the four phase framework from my Ignite program. I've bundled it all up into a single video, into a single masterclass that I am currently offering to you for free. So you can get your hands on it absolutely free. It's gonna help you to understand maybe where things are going wrong in your weight loss journey, understand some of the most common obstacles that women face on their fitness journey, and also the steps that you can take in order to overcome those struggles. And you're getting access to that absolutely free. I will put the link to it in the show notes. So if you want to access my Ditch the Diet Shackles Masterclass, for free. The link is in the description of this episode, which is super exciting. And I cannot wait to hear what you think about it and yeah, how you find it. So moving into today's episode, a little warning, not a warning, but <laughs> you have been semi-warned that you might feel a bit called out in today's episode, but today's episode is coming to you with so much love because it's something that I have to tell myself sometimes that whenever I hear it from someone else, I often feel a little bit attacked. Um, but at the same time, it's gonna benefit you so much. And today I wanna talk about self-awareness versus taking action. And you know, being aware of what's going on, being aware of what you're struggling with versus actually then taking action to quote unquote fix that or to improve your situation. And this can show up in our lives in so many different ways. Now, a lot of you listening to this, you probably fall into that typical category of, you kind of know what you need to do when it comes to your weight loss journey, when it comes to your fitness journey, you know, maybe you know that you should be aiming for, I don't know, let's say 1700 calories a day, and you should be aiming to increase your protein and get up and over 100 grams. Maybe you know that you should go out for a daily walk. You know that in an ideal world, you'd be getting to the gym two or three days a week to lift some weights. And you know these things that you quote unquote should be doing. You know what you need to do roughly to, you know, get you one step close to your goals. And yet for some reason, you're just not doing it. And instead of actually taking action, you find yourself, I don't know, signing up to more free plans. You find yourself doing more research. You find yourself following more and more people on Instagram in the hopes that by making yourself more aware of all of these things, you'll magically reach your goals without actually necessarily doing anything. You assume that these things are going to magically bring you, I don't know, the motivation that you need, or you think somehow by learning more and more and more and more and more, it's going to get you to your goals. But I hate to say it, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't put that knowledge to use, and if you don't take action on that knowledge, you're never going to get anywhere. And I'm sure you've maybe spoken to, I don't know, Barbara in the office who has absolutely zero clue about what a healthy diet should look like and has no idea about what to do in the gym. And yet she's maybe doing better than you. She's continuing to lose weight. Maybe she's had a great physique change and you're sat there like, what on earth are you doing, Barbara? This is not at all what you should be doing. You're doing everything wrong. Yet she's seen more progress than you. Do you know why? Because she's taken action. She may well not be taking the best actions possible. She may not be taking the optimal actions. She may not be following the quote unquote healthiest diet or doing the right exercises, but she's doing something. 
and something is always better than nothing. Now, I will openly admit, I am like a self-development junkie. All of the podcasts I listen to, all of the audiobooks I listen to, all of like the Instagram pages I follow, all the reading that I do. When I say reading, I mean listening because I, I do audiobooks. I can't sit and read, I get too fidgety. Um, but all of these things I'm listening to or watching or whatever is pure. It's like business um, development stuff. It's like mindset, it's fitness stuff, you know, learning more, 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 which is fantastic. But I am 100% guilty at times at not starting because I don't feel like I'm ready. And so I sit there with all this knowledge or I'm like, I just need to learn a little bit more or I just need to, I don't know, get past this line. I just need to do X, Y, and Z before I can start. And this is where the issue lies because you're potentially comparing yourself to, I don't know, maybe someone that you see online and you're thinking like, wow, they're so much further ahead than me or wow, they've seen the results I really want. They must have some secret plan or some incredible method of doing things and I just need to learn what they're doing or I need to know exactly what they've done. I need to know the exact plan that they followed so that I can get results like them. But do you know what they didn't do if they're, I don't know, further ahead than you and they're seeing the progress and they're getting the results that maybe you want for yourself? They're not sitting there thinking about what they need to be doing. They're sitting there, or they're not sitting there actually, <laughs> or they're sitting there, they're actually writing out an action plan, they're putting together a plan of action and they're going and doing it. They're doing the things they said they were gonna do. They're doing the things that they know about, even if it's not perfect. They're taking action. And I'm gonna come back to one of my all-time favorite quotes, which I throw out there all the time. My client's probably fed up of hearing me say it and everyone else, <laughs> which is imperfect action will always beat perfect inaction. AKA, doing something is always going to be better than doing nothing. It doesn't matter if the things that you're doing are maybe even like slightly wrong or if they're not perfect, like that does not matter because the only way that you're gonna learn, the only way you're gonna start to understand what works and what doesn't is by doing, okay? And it's so important. Again, when you're comparing yourself to someone else that's further ahead, like you're comparing your day zero because you haven't taken any action yet and you haven't started yet. You're comparing your day zero to their, I don't know, day 100, their day 300, their 5,000, right? You're comparing your journey right now to where they are so much further ahead. And maybe you're looking at them and they're lifting heavy in the gym and they're super confident in the weight section. And you're thinking, I'm never going to get there. I'll never be able to do that because when I go to the gym now, I'm really scared and I get really anxious and I just can't do it. But again, they didn't walk into the gym on day one feeling incredible, feeling confident, being able to go straight into that weight section and pick up the heavy bars and feel confident in amongst all the lads in the big boy section who are chucking the weights around and grunting on every rep. They didn't go into the gym on day one and be in that position, okay? They started where you are now, but the only difference between you right now and them where they are 100 days down the line is that they went to the gym. You can't improve your confidence in the gym. You can't remove your gym anxiety if you're not going to the gym. Sure, you can sit at home and you can journal about it and you can research into what sort of training to be doing or look up form videos on how to lift weights and how to do a squat or how to do a deadlift. But until you actually go and do that, until you go and take action, you can't get any better, okay? And maybe as well, like maybe you're not starting because you're scared to fail. 
right? And I get it, it's understandable. Maybe you're worried about putting yourself out there and trying things in case it fails and people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you failed at that. And you maybe feel embarrassed. Maybe you're worried about telling people like, oh, I'm going on a weight loss journey. Maybe you're scared of almost saying that out loud and committing to that because you're worried about, well, what if I fail? What are other people gonna think of me? And I am definitely guilty of falling into this trap, especially if you are a little bit of a perfectionist, maybe if you have a little bit of like a fear of failure and maybe you struggle to put yourself out there a little bit, it can be hard because you say, right, I'm gonna start a weight loss journey today. I'm gonna start improving my eating. I'm gonna start exercising more and I'm gonna commit to losing the weight that I want to this year or at least part of the weight I want to. But you're maybe so scared of failing, perhaps you failed in the past, perhaps you've fallen off track or maybe you've gained some weight back or even gained more and you've kind of gone back like past square one sort of thing and you've gained more weight back than you lost initially so again maybe you're viewing those past experiences as an excuse not to start because you're scared that you're going to end up right back where you are now because at some point it's inevitable that you'll fall off track that's what you're thinking so you're scared to start because you're scared to fail and I can't remember where I first heard this but another kind of phrase, I love to use this when maybe people are worried about failing, they're worried about going wrong, they're scared to start because they're scared to fail, is there is no failure. You never fail. You either win or you learn. So we either achieve those goals, we either do what we wanted to do, we achieve what we set out to achieve, or it's a learning opportunity that we can take, we can assess, we can realign our goals and we can move forward with the better uh, knowledge and with the better kind of capabilities because we've learned from our quote-unquote mistakes which they're not necessarily mistakes but like we've learned from what we've done whether it went right or whether it didn't okay so remember that you either win or you learn and I absolutely love that um, when it comes to kind of assessing and viewing things again I always talk to clients about everything you do is a learning opportunity Again, one of the things they're probably fed up of me saying to them, like if they've had a tough week, if they've had a tough day and they're maybe in a negative headspace about it, maybe they're thinking, oh my God, everything's gone wrong and they're catastrophizing things. I'm like, no, it's not gone wrong. This is a learning opportunity. Let's not dwell on what you don't feel went right. Let's assess, let's, you know, bring ourselves back down to earth and let's say, okay, well actually, maybe that day didn't go as planned. Maybe it wasn't quote unquote perfect. But what can I learn from that so that next time this situation arises, because let's face it, it probably will, next time a day like this happens, next time, I don't know, my boss shouts at me at work, rather than turning to food for comfort, I can actually take a minute and breathe because I understand that food didn't solve the problem this time around. And actually I know that maybe taking five minutes just to take some nice deep breaths and maybe doing a little bit of journaling and just, you know, understanding my feelings would have worked better in that situation. It would have stopped me going and binging on an entire chocolate bar and a share bag of crisps and then ordering a takeaway pizza for dinner, right? It's so important to learn from our, I don't even like to call them mistakes, learn from our less optimal experiences or our less optimal days, hope that that makes sense um, in in your mind. I hope you're sort of starting to understand that. And now I am a huge advocate of journaling. I'm a huge advocate of digging deep into your feelings, into your emotions, you know, 
if you're constantly finding yourself falling into, let's say, a bad habit of overeating after a stressful day at work, okay, let's not necessarily think about what can we do to stop the eating in the moment. Of course, the strategies that we can use, like the surf the urge technique and things like that in the moment, but actually let's evaluate what's going on earlier in the day. Let's have a look at what's going on, what feelings are cropping up for you, and you know, how are we feeling? Now, of course, having that awareness of your, I suppose, quote unquote, triggers, having the awareness of maybe what causes you to overeat, having the triggers of maybe what stops you from leaving the house to go for a walk because you sit there just wallowing in self-pity. Again, it's great being aware of those things, but we also then have to make sure that we are implementing the right strategies. We have to make sure that we are taking some kind of action, whether it's big or whether it's small, in order to help that. And again, whether it's taking action in the moment or whether it's taking action in the future and kind of over time to help stop that happening more frequently. Um, and it's so important, right, this awareness. And again, journaling is great for the awareness side of things. And I mean, journaling in itself for some people may be taking action. That might be a big part of their journey and it might be kind of that first step to taking some sort of action. But at the same time, if you're only ever journaling and you're only ever bringing that awareness to yourself, but not taking action on it and not putting any steps in place to, you know, bring yourself out of that situation, then again, you might feel a little bit attacked, but like, you've just got to do something. Like, you've just got to get shit done sometimes. You've got to say, you know what, enough is enough. I know this stuff now. I don't need to do any more research. I don't need to ask any more questions. I don't need to discover any more about my feelings. I just need to start taking action. And I think one of the things that people, again, overthink, if you're a huge overthinker, as I am, and let's face it, if you're here, you're probably also an overthinker because you're in my world. Um, but again, if you're someone who massively overthinks everything, then you're probably overthinking what that action needs to be and how big that action needs to be. You probably sit there thinking, right, I need to have this big grand plan of action. And so on a Sunday night, you get your diary out, you open up your calendar on your phone, you're scheduling in your workouts, you're saying, yes, I'm going to do my meal prep here. I need to do my food shop. I'm going to go and get loads of healthy snacks and I'm going to go for my walks here. I'm going to go to bed there. And you're planning everything. And you spend your Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon being like, yes, I am a organised queen. I am doing everything I need to to plan out my week. I've got the perfect structure in place. I've got everything down to the exact minute. But then guess what happens? You spend this time planning out the week and then you don't actually take action to stick to that plan. And like you feel like, yes, I've been super productive because I've planned out what the week is going to look like. But if you're not then going to stick to that plan, you completely wasted your time. You're better off spending that time, especially if you're if you're spending more than like five minutes planning out your week, you're better off spending that time actually taking action that's gonna help you. Because let's face it, planning out your entire week, writing out like an entire meal plan for yourself for the whole week, is, you probably don't need to do that. What you could actually use that time on a Sunday for is maybe meal prepping. You could cook up a load of, I don't know, like protein sauce, you could batch cook a bunch of chicken or maybe cook up some rice or something that you can have as a side dish or maybe you could actually go and do your food shop rather than planning what you're going to buy when you go shopping tomorrow that's on your calendar. Like use that time to take helpful action, right? You could even use that hour on a Sunday where you spend an hour planning out your diary to the exact minute. You could spend half of that, spend half an hour and go for a nice walk. 
listen to this podcast, <laughs> take yourself out for a walk. Actually, like instead of just sitting there and planning and planning and planning and planning again, if you're anything like me, nothing beats buying like a new journal or a new diary and then you get home and you're like, yes, this is incredible. I'm going to be organized queen. I'm going to plan everything, you know, all this dopamine hit from buying like a new journal or a new planner. You're like, I'm going to be amazing. I'm going to stick to this every single week. And then you use it once and then it sits there and you don't use it any longer, right? If you're like me, again, whereas if you didn't go and buy that journal, another one that probably adds, to, I'm such a hypocrite saying this, by the way, because literally like on my desk right now, I have like five different notepads and journals next to me that none of them are finished. Although, tangent, side note, my current diary or like journal, I am... I'm like, I'm, I've almost made it through the entire thing. Like not to brag or anything, but I've always made it through the entire thing. It's only a four month long one, which I think was great for me. Cause I feel like it's a big commitment buying like a 12 month planner or like diary. But I'm just saying like, not to brag or anything, but I've nearly made it through an entire diary. Um, <laughs> total tangent there. But do you know why? Because I don't spend hours on my Sunday writing out every single to-do list for every single hour of every single day. I get up in the morning. On a Monday, I write a very brief overview of any like calls or, you know, important stuff that I've got going on that week, like scheduled in my calendar. Put that roughly together on like the week overview page. And then at the start of the morning, I take five minutes to write down my top three priorities for the day, a few other little bits on my to-do list, which are like not essential, but if I have time or whatever, I'll, I'll shove those into the day. And then that's it. I literally spend like two minutes at the start of my day mapping out what needs to get done and what shit I need to do that day so that I don't forget it because my memory is terrible. And then I crack on and I do it. I don't sit there saying, oh yeah, and I'm going to do this at 11am till 12. And then I'm going to do this between 3.30 and 4.30. Like I just write it down. I just crack on and I just start. I just go. And that is the approach that you have to take if you actually want to have long lasting success on your weight loss journey. So I'm going to wrap up this episode because I kind of feel like I'm just probably going to start repeating myself. Um, but I suppose the main things here that I want you to take away from this episode is stop planning. Stop making yourself more and more aware of things. Stop diving into your schedule for the week quite so much. Stop trying to plan. Stop, well, plan to some extent. But stop trying to like over plan and just start taking action. Stop doubting yourself. Stop being scared to fail. Stop comparing your day zero or day one to someone else's day 365, right? Or like three years down the line. Stop comparing to them and stop thinking, I need to be doing what they're doing or wow, how is it that they're getting those results right now? Because they didn't start there. And the only reason that they are that far down the line and they've seen all of those results is because they didn't sit around not taking action. They didn't sit around waiting for the perfect time. They didn't sit around waiting till they bought the new planner or till they bought the new pair of trainers or till they felt more confident to go to the gym. Like they had to get in the gym and they had to practice what meals fit into their day. They had to learn over time how to get enough protein into their meals. They had to learn over time how to stick to the right calories, how to train hard enough, how to, you know, find you know, uh, space and time in their day to get out for a walk, to hit their 7,000 steps. 
They didn't achieve that from day one. So stop being scared to fail and stop being scared to start. Stop putting it off and just start taking action. And off the back of this, I'm going to, again, I'm going to call you out a little bit, right? Because many of you potentially listen to my podcast, right? And you listen to this and you're like, wow, Phoebe's made some incredible points today because obviously she's incredible and she's an incredible coach and she really knows her stuff. And then you listen to this and you think, oh, wow, yeah, I'm going to implement that later. I'm going to take action on that. Like, I don't know, maybe next week. When I go to the gym next week, I'm going to think about what she said. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm calling you out here again. I don't want you to listen to this today and be like, wow, she makes a really good point. You know what? I'm going to keep that in mind when Sunday rolls around and I'm planning out my week again. So I'm not going to start now because like the week's already started. But when Sunday rolls around and I'm getting my diary out and my calendar up to plan for next week, I'm going to remember what she said because you won't. I guarantee you that you won't. Okay, just hear me out. I've been there. I still am that person at times. But (laughs) take action now. And actually, the Ditch the Diet Shackles Masterclass is literally exactly what you need to take action now. It is all about no longer waiting and actually just like getting shit done. And so your little challenge off the back of this episode, because we're not delaying taking action, okay? That's not what we're here to do. So click the link in the description, go and sign yourself up and get access to that masterclass for free go and watch it. It's like 20, 25 minutes. Go and watch it and then take action now off the back of it. And there's even some like steps following that free masterclass that you can take to take even more action. Okay. So take action. That is the thing, especially if you're someone who is quite impulsive in particular, which again, same, um, I'm super impulsive. And so whenever you get that drive, you're like, oh my God, yes, I'm going to take action now. And you go and take action now. I want you to take that mindset into everything you do, whether you feel that impulsiveness or not, whether you have that urge to take action or not. I want you to just imagine that you do right. Fake it till you make it and all that. (laughs) Think about like, what would, what would you do if you were in your impulsive mood right now? And then do that because chances are, you'll see better results and you'll see more progress if you approach it that way. Um, Okay, I'm going to wrap up this episode here. Make sure that you go and download your free copy of the masterclass. Um, Link is in the description. If you have any questions, as always, just drop me a message over on Instagram and don't forget to subscribe, stroke, follow. I don't know what the right word is for Spotify follow, I guess, subscribe, download the episodes, share this with a friend if you thought it was helpful or come and let me know what you, what you think. Give me a cheeky little rating, you know, ideally towards the top end of the stars. I don't want to get like told off for telling you to rate me a certain number of stars, but you know, I hope that you're loving the podcast and go and take action. Bye.